This podcast episode is brought to you thanks in part to the Independent Dream Factory. The Independent Dream Factory is a promotional company designed to highlight the best that every dreamer has to offer. Let's talk about a moment with Yo, welcome back, LNA family. How y'all doing? You know who it is. It's the boy L here, and I got the lovely Miss A sitting to the left of me. Hi. How are you, ma'am? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well, but we got some special guests in the house tonight. Um, for those who may not know, this will be LNA's first installment to the Black Love series. Um, so And it's our season in finale. And, yes, it also is going to be our season one finale. So you're going to have to come back and check us out to get the rest of this series. But I'm going to let the lovely couple introduce themselves. We're going to start with the gentleman, the husband. How are you, sir? I'm good, sir. (laughs) Introduce yourself to our LNA family. Yeah. uh, My name is Al Winsley. I am a country boy from Mississippi. (laughs) Um, I grew up there. Uh, I um, am a software engineer. Okay. Uh, you know, building apps and websites and things of that nature. And I'm glad to be here. Nice. Oh, we're Welcome. glad to have you. And you, ma'am? I am Alicia Winsley. I am also a girl that's straight from the SIP. <laughs> <laughs> the SIP. <laughs> yes. M I yeah. Cricket Letter. Cricket Letter. And uh, <laughs> I am a computer engineer at Kennedy Space Center. Um, Lovely. Kennedy Space Center. I remember going there as a kid. Yes. We used to take field trips there. Nice. Yeah. That's definitely. cute. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys have kind of told us a little bit about yourselves. But we have to do Vibe of the Week. Oh, you already know I've where already I'm prepared headed. them that we're going to okay. do it. Okay. You already know where <laughs> I was headed. So on LNA, we do what we call Vibe of the Week. It's basically where you kind of tell us what's been in your you know, Apple Music or Spotify Play, or if you still have Pandora, what what's in your Pandora as well, what's been playing, you know, what's your hits, you know. So um, we can, you run, you want to start us off, ma'am? Okay. Okay, so give the folks your gospel vibe of the week. What's been your gospel vibe Okay, this week? so, and I don't want to hear anything. My, uh, Maverick City Music 
dropped a new album today. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they dropped a new album today. Mm-hmm. You know, a little EP. And there's this song called I Will Exalt You. Mm-hmm. And I like it. I it's because I listen I listen to the one by Hill song mm-hmm. all the time. But it's Maverick City music. Like, come on. <laughs> so that's my favorite gospel song right now. And one more. Mm-hmm. My second favorite gospel song right now. Okay, it's a tie. It's a tie between New Wine. I'm still listening to New Wine, <laughs> as you know. And then, isn't it, hasn't that been my favorite song since forever? I just New can't. Wine, eh? Yes. And then there's one more. It's by Corey Ashbury. I think mm-hmm. that's his name. And Naomi Rain. It's called Reason to Praise. Nice, yes. nice. Right. Well, we don't have to. We don't have to put them on the IG. Let people check you them know, out. Sounds you know, slight. Definitely. What so. are you listening to? What am I listening to? Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't want to finish your. Oh, your okay. Vibe yeah. Of the week? No. Okay. I'm sorry. Keep going. So, what is your R and B vibe of the week this week? Is Rod Wave considered rap or R and B? I mean, he do a lot of whining. So don't I mean. don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Okay. I mean. Let's just let's just say he's rap. Let's okay, so um, R and B, it's Normani and Black. It's mm-hmm. called Waves. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's nice. Song. Okay, so and then rap is Rod Wave, My Love. My Love. Okay. Okay, <laughs> little Rod Wave, you know. You know, some slight. Definitely, definitely, definitely. You ready, ma'am? Can I come to you? Yes. All right. So um, let's hear your gospel vibes of the week. So I have been on um, Tasha Cobb's royalty album. Mm-hmm. That's like uh, I'm a worshiper at heart, so I'm definitely really just into worship. And uh, my favorite song on the album is Mary's song. Okay, and it's really just talking about how when Jesus went to Martha and Mary's house and mm-hmm. what was Mary mm-hmm. thinking, you know, you know, Martha was doing all mm-hmm. this stuff, but Mary was like at his feet. Mm-hmm. So that's like that's one of them songs that's like. Oh, <laughs> you know um yeah so that's it um i don't really listen to r&b like that okay um not even the old school like i mean i do R&B. like once like so um i give myself like one day to be like ratchet ratchet uh-huh. I, to, I have like a 30 minute time frame where I listen to all of like all the, the hits old, yeah and yeah. i'm like you know get it like we used to get it back in the day um and then that'd be it and i'd be good that's like once every once in a while but mm-hmm. i did do karaoke this week i did karaoke and um i did uh coolio uh what's the name of the song oh. coolio um, um man gangster yes gangster paradise gangster paradise yeah and i was like man, there are so many words yeah there are. <laughs> there are a lot of words in that definitely a lot of yeah. words in that so we'll take that you know gangster yeah. paradise will be your your vibe of the week yeah. since you did it for karaoke definitely and what about you, sir? What's your gospel vibe of this week? Yeah, so um, I'm one of those that likes to uh, ride in silence. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But when I do listen to gospel um, right now, um, I- I've listened to a lot of uh, um, Excess Love mm-hmm. by Mercy Chinwo. Chinwo. Mm-hmm. How you have said it. Um, but um, it's basically about, you know, God's excess love. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. no matter what we do, what we're going through. You know what we've done. He has love for us, definitely. Um, so that's that's the main one. Um, so for the R and B, I love R and B. Okay, I love R and B. You know, I grew up on it. Um, I wasn't big into rap. Um, recently, it's been more John Legend. You know, mm-hmm. his I like his Bigger Love album. 
Oh yeah, um, that's, that's a good album. Yeah, that's been on repeat uh, this this week. And uh, I actually heard a song that I heard uh, when I was younger. Uh, it was by uh, Jamie Foxx. So mm-hmm. kind of brought me back a little bit. So I, <laughs> so I went back in time to listen to his album. Um, I can't think of the name. But it's the one with his uh, overdose song. It's the overdose song. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah overdose yeah. on you. Yeah, yeah that was a vibe. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but I... <laughs> so, yeah. Definitely, definitely. All right, Elgin. What's your gospel vibe vibe of the week? So, my gospel vibes of the week, man. You know, I've been on the Sunday Service Choir, Jesus is Born album, man. So, for me, Father Stretch, just the the remix of the song fade you know by kanye they made it into a gospel version um of it so that one and then you know the all-time classic bomb and gilead they did that one um so those two have been on replay heavy for me this week um bomb and gilead and father stretch by sunday service choir and um my r&b vibe this week I don't know if it's really R&B. This is real throwback, kind of old school. But it's actually by Prince. I Would Die For You by Prince. That's been my vibe this week. I don't know okay. why. You know, <laughs> I do I do mess with Prince, you know. Um, that Purple Rain album was the truth, you know. Um, still play it to this day. And um, my rap vibe this week was... Um, <laughs> was cut it by OT Genesis. Um just really because random. I mean it's random but it kind of <laughs> went with like what I was dealing with at work. Okay. This week people were doing like kind of crazy stuff and I'm just like y'all need to cut that out. Like <laughs> from here on out we're not doing that no more, you know, cuz I kind of like, you know started a new place and so I'm just trying to get things in order there and so it's a lot of nah, you need to cut that out. We need to this is how we're going to do it from here. So I was playing that song in the kitchen, like to make light heart of it, and people were laughing and stuff like that. But you know, um, that's what I was vibing with this week—just a little inspiration as I'm doing a bunch of correction at this okay. moment. So, like fun chef vibes. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. So, um, I guess we get right into it now. Yeah. Can I? I feel like. Can I start us off? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So on our episode today, we are going to be talking about black love and one of my favorite couples. And yeah. (laughs) And the first question I'm going to ask is how did you guys meet each other? I'm going to let Al say this because I've told it many times, but I want to hear his version. I have never, I've never heard you tell it. Okay. So I'll tell it first. Uh, All right. So, um, so so let's go back farther to let's go a few days before we met. Um, I, I was at a, a a birthday party for one of my friends. Um, I went to you know to, to celebrate, and um, towards the end of that party, um, I seen um, a young lady stand up uh, from uh, you know uh, from the, the table. From you know, I was like, who's that? You know, you know, I was who's that? You know, and then. <laughs> You know, she stood up and, you know, she, you know, walking around like, mm, who's that? And so uh, when she left, um, you know, you know, I'm in that generation, you know, from we were like, hey, 
put me on, man. Put me on. So my cousin was there with me. <laughs> and I was like, hey, put me on. <laughs> put me on, you know. And um, so um, I don't know what he did after that, but I don't know. But th- I think the day after, I met with that same friend, and she was in the car with her. I think that's how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can't see, but we get some faces here in the studio. I, she, I don't know, Elder. <laughs> so, well, maybe something transpired to why she was in the car with her. But she was in the car with her when I went. I don't know. We went to the so the Lord placed her in the car. Right, right exactly. Yeah. Her. I'm feeling it. <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah. Um, the rest is history. You know, we, we kind of um, exchanged Stuff, and it went from there. That night in the car? No. No. Oh, okay. Not, not, not that night. Not that okay. night in the car. Did we meet again no, after it that was day? That night oh, yeah, uh, it was at that dinner, night. Not in yeah, the car though. That was the night. That's what I remember. <laughs> nice. He don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Alicia. So let me so. tell y'all all the details. <laughs> okay. It, it was something like that. She's very like detailed. That. She's very detailed. <laughs> <laughs> so we met at a mutual friend's party, like you said, um, and uh, yeah, so I knew the friend, our friend, we have a mutual friend, and then also his cousin, I knew his cousin because we ministered together, and um, so we everybody was getting ready to leave, and um, every, like I had it paid, we had, some people had paid early, but the, you know how that rolls. And so I was getting ready to leave, but cousin came over and he was like, "Hey, uh, somebody said they want to talk to you." I was like, "Well, if he want to talk to me, he can come over here and talk to me." Here, Period. Because you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> ain't nobody got time to be playing them games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, so he was like, "Well, he didn't tell me to come over here. Uh, I was just trying to get you from, um, you know, just let you know. So you know, he's trying to pay for his food." I was like, "All right." So I was like, "I'll meet y'all outside." So I got in my car and I drove off and I left. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Cause I really because I had I had just gotten out of a relationship like three months prior. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, look, um, I ain't got time for this. Yeah, yeah. I'm you over really out. Yeah, I was wait? like over yeah, I ain't, I, I really wasn't like oh, okay. I was I was like, <laughs> it's bad because when I drove, I was like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Not to him. I don't think I don't even know he was out there, but his cousin was out there, so I did that. But then two days later, the friend's actual birthday, she was having her dinner dinner, and so she just mm-hmm. invited like a couple of us. And so he was already in the car with her. So I was getting off work and I was gonna meet them, and then I was gonna jump in the car with them. And y'all, I was looking raggedy that day. I was towed up. Oh gosh. Mm-hmm. And I pull up. He's in the car, and I was like, I know she did not set me up like this. I got you. And then I'm looking rough. Mm. But when we were at dinner, you know, it was nice. We was cool. We'd be hanging out. We was talking. He told me about, he showed me the music video that he had made and all mm-hmm. of this. And then we just connected. Actually, it was through Facebook at first. So he sent me a message on Facebook. Slid in the DMs. That was old Facebook. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. When you had to have a college <laughs> email yeah. to be able to get oh, on wow. Facebook. Yeah. yeah, that was. Yeah. Um, well, that's adorable. Definitely. That's, that's a dope story. Definitely. Go ahead, man. Oh, okay. So, um, when did you guys know that you wanted to be married? 
Before we even answer that, how long have you been married? We've been married. (laughs) (laughs) If y'all see these faces, they're so funny. (laughs) Eleven years. Okay. What's his month? February. (laughs) (laughs) Almost eleven years. Almost. Almost. No, we just round up, you know. (laughs) We about four months. Eleven years. That's such a long time. Okay, so yeah, when did you guys know that you wanted to be married to each other? You want to go first? So I I was ready to break up with him. Okay. Mm. (laughs) Well. Plot twist. (laughs) And the plot thickens. So it was like our one, uh, he, he proposed on our one year anniversary, but I was just like, you know what? I don't know what this is doing. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know. And I don't know where we're going. And so I was like, you know what? I'm a, I'm a, we're going to have a conversation at our, because uh, we had already planned like to have dinner or whatever on our anniversary. So we're going to have a conversation on our anniversary. And lo and behold, he proposed. So yeah, there's that. Were you ready to break up because he hadn't proposed? No. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> okay. Like, uh, uh, I can't explain. It's like when you get in the point of a relationship where uh, the differences sometimes, you know, okay. differences in how you're raised and yeah. how you think of, I guess, the things that you thought, quote unquote, that a relationship should be. Mm-hmm. Um, all of those things may come into play. And then it's just like, okay, is this the same thing that I just got out of? And mm. I'm not going to be in another relationship. Mm-hmm doing the, some of the same old things that I did last time and ended up, you know, not happening. So I was kind of like, okay, let me go ahead and leave this before we get too, too deep in before, you know. So um, do you think that what you're saying is his persistence of the proposal is what made you know at that moment you wanted to marry him or say yes to it? Or was it something else? Uh, it was, I guess it was just the conversation. It was um, – the conversation and then also the thoughtfulness in the propose. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll let him tell about, I guess, I don't know if that's one of your questions about like how was the proposal, but it was the thoughtfulness of it. And like, mm-hmm. okay, so you're listening to me. Um, you're not just listening to me. You're aware of kind of who I am and my nuances and things like that. So mm-hmm. that was, that was something that I had never, you know, experienced. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Oh, so you, sir, how did how or when did you know you wanted to marry her? And then tell us about the proposal, because now yeah. I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was something. Um, so, you know, I was I was always one of those. I was like, man, I'm not getting married. So I'm like 50. You know, I'm, I'm a. I'm a <laughs> I was always one of those guys in college. You know, I'm, a, I'm not getting married. No, nah, uh, you know, I'll be 60. You know, but you know, as we were dating. In the back of my mind, I, you know, I always had this checklist of, you know, what I wanted in a wife. Hmm. So she happened to check all those boxes in a short amount of time. In about a year. <laughs> so so it was like, as time went on, I was like, okay, huh, box check. All right, wow, okay. And, oh, okay, wow. Not crazy, not that crazy. All right, box check. <laughs> Oh, she's yeah, like, too old. Whole package. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to check. Oh, box. Oh. So, and, you know, once all those boxes were checked, I was like, you know what? It's not going to get too much better than this. Mm. And I'm not going to miss 
my chance. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, I don't have to wait. Like my friends were like, hey man, you sure you you sure y'all be dating for a few months? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing this, you know, because it's what I want. She the package, she the whole package, so I'm gonna do it. So the proposal. So I knew uh, she was in school, you know, um, you know, with the computer stuff. I called it. She was computer stuff. So <laughs> um, I knew she liked it, and I was like, "Huh? How am I going to do this?" Because I'm, I, I wasn't, I've never been this whole, you know, spectacular. Right? It's going to be a big shebang, shebang. But I knew what type of person she was, and I knew that. Well, I, I was hoping that <laughs> she would like my proposal. So I started to learn how to code. Um, because I knew she knew how to code. I was like, hmm, maybe if I learn how to code and maybe if I make an app proposing, maybe she would like it. So I learned how to code and on that app, it had questions <laughs> and pictures that she could answer. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, it <laughs> said yes or no <laughs> at the end of the app. So, um, Thankfully, she said yes, um, and it, it was it was. I can't remember the restaurant name, but we were at a restaurant. Biagi's, Biagi. Shout out to Biagi. But um, <laughs> yeah, we were having dinner, and I was like, okay, this is it. I gave her the, <laughs> gave her the phone, and while she was you know going through it, I was getting my position, you know, <laughs> getting, you know. <laughs> so yeah, and and she said yeah. And that's all she wrote. That's nice. so adorable. Oh, my gosh. That's dope. Yeah. I, I don't think I've heard something of that magnitude, man. No, That's dope. how thoughtful is that? That's dope, yeah. man. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely that. What? You gentlemen, y'all got to step it up out right. here, boy. I'm telling you, my boy making apps. And, man, we got to step man. it up, fellas. And even though I said I was ready to... Um, mm-hmm. I guess I was ready to break up with him. Also, I wanted to, um, like, when I, it's, it's funny, like, after, it took me some years to actually think about this, but when I was, like, in high school, you know how, like, girls be like, yeah, this is what I want, this is what I mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. Literally everything I said, quote, jokingly, about what I wanted in my husband and when I wanted to be married, really all of those things happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so God did that. Yeah. Now, like, 11 years later. Oh, almost 11 almost. years later. <laughs> yeah, so we've been together almost. 13 years. Okay. 13 years 13. and then married 11. Yeah. That's amazing. That's crazy. Nice. So, it is a long time. Definitely <laughs> is. So we're going to take it a little bit back a little bit, if y'all can remember. So looking back at your first three to five years of marriage, what were some of the mistakes you feel like you guys made? That's a good question. That is. Mistakes. Um, I can say uh, communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a big one because um, we both are um, introverts, and and I can be an extrovert when I have to be, but I'm preferably an, an introvert. So we both that, and um, uh, I now know through therapy mm-hmm. that my conflict style is avoidant, so I would just avoid. Uh, tough conversations or you know things that would bother me I would just avoid them uh, so yeah I think that was uh, that was it we didn't communicate we didn't communicate uh, properly or didn't or me being me when um, 
I wouldn't say anything and then until I just got really thinking mm-hmm. I just explode. So yeah, that's kind of okay. mm-hmm. so effective communication. What yeah. would you say, sir? Yeah, I would definitely have to second that. Um communication was was definitely not there um early in our marriage. Um uh, the the mistakes I made was um definitely sulking a lot. Um, you know, having these huge pity parties and 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 you know, just sulking, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, cuz I was young and dumb. Um I know another mistake I made was um I guess listening <laughs> to what other people were doing you know or saying about different things and and, and trying to apply it to my situation mm-hmm. which was definitely a mistake so. taking advice from the wrong place exactly okay so kind of sticking on communication because it's so important and it makes and breaks like a lot of relationships. So when did you guys start finding your groove with like communicating effectively? Oh, hmm. <laughs> I'll say, I, I would say we are still working, mm-hmm. but we have gotten better. I'll say around. This is 2022. 20 plus two. So that would be like 2016-ish. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, for like the, I mean, guess the last, the last like five. Five, six years. Yeah, five, six years of our nice. marriage, yeah. yeah. Definitely still working on it. Yeah. yeah. So right around that about same yeah. time so we yeah, talk about that five-year mark. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah, because I guess you get to a point where it's like, you know what, this ain't working. Let's try something different. <laughs> you know? yeah. And the difference been working. Yeah. Okay, so kind of taking it back even further. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you see healthy marriages growing up? No. No? I mean, well, I'll say one, like, consistently, no. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I did have, like, my, um, well, I mean, it is what it is. Um, my, one of my grandparents and his wife they were they've been married for over 50 years mm. but at the same time mm. there's my dad that is not um my grandmother's child so yeah okay so you i guess and then i mean the my grandmother that i live with uh like her spouse was an alcoholic um, yes, yeah, so I lived in that, and then my mom, uh, she was not married, but, uh, the, shucks, the, the two guys that I know of, they're alcoholics, or I don't know if the other one was on drugs or not, but, yeah, he was, I know at least an alcoholic, so, yeah, so, no, I did not have, like, healthy, healthy. Mm-hmm. any examples of healthy relationships growing up. What about your other ones, too? Um, yeah, um, one, um, my, my grandparents, um, They've been together like 60 years, something like that. Um, And, you know, although I grew up, you know, pretty much in their household, you know, I I, I seen them them argue and and fight and and things of that nature. But I also seen them, um, you know, talk stuff out and, you know, and, and, you know, communicate. Um, So that that was the main one. Um, Then, you know, I, I also seen a lot of, um, unhealthy relationships um, that um, I knew what not to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so 
you guys both said you have one. Is there one lesson that you learned from that one that you have done your best or like to have applied to your marriage today? I don't. Mm. I'll say yes, because I look when I look at my um, uh, my grandmother and them, I think of the home that they created, mm-hmm. um, even though I mean, because. By the time I was born, I mean, they had already, you know, dealt with all of that. So I don't know if that was when they were younger or how, you know, how old that was. But I've only known of a healthy, like a loving home. Mm -hmm. So whenever I would um, go over there, like I could feel like the love in the home. So, yeah, that's that's one. So you said a lesson that we learn from that from the healthy relationship that you have done your best to add to your relationship your marriage now definitely um i would say um setting the tone for the house Mm -hmm. um one thing that i noticed a lot with my granddad is he would often set the tone you know from the start of the day you know if he's happy everybody's happy If if he's you know yelling at everybody everybody is in a race so he it's it's a you know, tone setting of, of the house. Nice. Nice. Definitely. So, um, how did you learn how to be a wife and how did you learn how to be a husband? If you didn't have like the best example growing up, we were winging it. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I mean, for the most part. Yeah. But then you learn what you do is you take it and be like, you know what? I don't want, I don't want that in, mm-hmm. in my marriage and my family in my household. Um, I know what things that I, that I saw from those negative relationships and like, you know what? Um, I know to learn my value and my worth and not have to accept somebody just because I want somebody mm-hmm. or, um, uh, and, and just knowing that, you know, I'm different from them. And so I don't have to be, just like them, you know? So, yeah. But other than that, I'm winging it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely winging it. <laughs> definitely winging it. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely about listening <laughs> to what your spouse needs and wants um, rather than what you think you should do or how you should be. Yeah, so it's it's definitely a a learning learning process. Mm. So, how what would you say has changed the most about him since you guys have been together? And the same question will be asked to you, sir. Sarah's fashion sense has changed. I'm like, <laughs> he, I no, I saw so love this about him. He used to be well. This is just like surface level mm. but um he would used to be um always having on slacks a shirt and a tie mm-hmm. every time I'm like dude we going to the store <laughs> we's going to like walmart can you just like dress down for me <laughs> like you dressed up my man say dress to impress you never know who in walmart that could be the ceo like <laughs> trip or die yeah. exactly he had and on then, hard bottoms too i don't know 
<laughs> what a hard bottom. I don't, I don't know. Had the square toes and everything. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, I guess that. Right. Yeah. And then it's so nice. like now he, um, he's more he dresses more casual, and I love it. So I love mm-hmm. both. Like when he, um, like when he does go into the office, he you know puts on his shirt and time. Like okay, mm-hmm. sir, I'll, I'll see you looking nice over there mm-hmm. and um and then also like when he just like i was like okay look you looking fly with your jeans with the holes in it you know? <laughs> <laughs> ain't that old trying to be young trying to be young <laughs> uh yeah okay so i'm gonna let you go and then I'll, I'll so um but, but first um there, there's a story behind that uh, of why i kind of you know wear polos to to the store um so th- that was around the time where um, a lot of brutality and stuff like that was was you know, was at the forefront, and I almost had a fear, you know, if you, if you want to say a fear of being, you know, profiled, profiled, mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean, out of I don't know, I was like, hey, I'm just gonna dress up a little bit, you know, put my glasses on, maybe I won't look like a threat. So Aww. so yeah. Um, Definitely grew out of that and, 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 and grew. So, yeah. So that's the story behind that. Um, but other times it was like, okay, I'm going to dress fly anyway because I got it. You know, Period. I bought it. <laughs> I bought it. I got this suit. Hey. Somebody finna see me. Y'all finna see me. So what has changed? Um, I would say how sh- she responds to things. She's really um, has have, has greatly improved, um, rather than just reacting to to things. So um, you know, even even if it's a little small, you know, um, thing that the kid did, you know, <laughs> uh, she would say, "Okay, hey, that's all right." Instead of "You better," I would know. <laughs> <laughs> It's the country in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it definitely has to, uh, you know, respond rather than react. Yeah. Definitely. You have one more for us? Uh, ooh. No, I can't think of anything. You can't? Okay. I'll say I love the way how he um, is uh, more present. As in, and I mean that in no sense of not just physically, um, like usually, you know, at first, when you first get married, you don't know. You just, as long as you're there, you're there, right? Mm-hmm. But then now he he's intentional about taking, making sure that we have the, have that time together with his, us, especially now that we got, you know, with kids and all of that, making sure we have that, like, time for us. Like, even, you know, now this, you know, we're mm-hmm. like, hey, you might make it a date out here. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, just being intentional about making sure that we have that quality time with each other. Definitely, definitely. So, yeah. You guys kind of spoke briefly about kids. So when you had your first kid, uh, how did that kind of shift you guys' dynamic in your marriage? So my our first kid is my kid in mm-hmm. a previ- from a previous relationship. Okay. So, yeah, how, you can answer that question. Um, so he was around, what, four or five when we met? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and wow. Four, <laughs> yeah, and so, you know, I was in college then, and you know, I was still staying with my roommate. Um, you know, it was just me and him, and 
um, some days she would bring him over. And it it was never a like, man, she dropping this kid off for me. I don't want this kid. It was, you know, it was like, <laughs> hey, okay, he he's a cool dude. And, 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 you know, he was fun, fun to be around and, and definitely um, a, a ball of energy. Um, and, and I've always loved kids. So uh, that, that, that was definitely a good thing. I love that. Yeah, and what's crazy is, I, mean, I told you, I was like, when we met, we I was in a previous relationship for three years, and that person had never, like, been around my kid. Mm-hmm. And because I was very, 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 because I had him when I was, well, right around Hurricane Katrina, so two, 2005. So by the time we met, to the, I was very, very conscious of I'm not letting, you know, just anybody around. around my kid. Mm-hmm. And so but within, like, a couple of months, like, mm. I had to move, and, like, him and his friends were helping me move. And so, of course... He's going to see my son. So I was driving, like, the U-Haul, um, and uh, my son was in the car with him. So I was like, okay, this is uh, all right. This is what we're doing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was interesting. I don't remember what was your other question. I don't know if um, that. Yeah, I think you guys did. So um, now with the dynamic of three boys, <laughs> your Pray boy mom, me. I love it. How has that shifted the, the dynamic of your marriage? Or, like, how do you find that balance between being husband and wife, parent, and then, yeah, husband, wife, and parent? Uh, is there a balance? <laughs> I think I think we, we talked about this, like, in one of our ministry things. There like is that no balance. Balance does not exist. <laughs> you find when, especially when both of us have, like, careers and, you know, work outside of the home, it's sometimes... Some things will be there and you're doing good in one area and then in the other time you're like bombing in the other. Mm-hmm. But uh, how we with them, uh, like I just said, we kind of make sure we have that time. Um, like actually this year, 20, no, actually last year, 2021 was actually the first time we went on like a true vacation vacation. Nice. And we went to uh, Mexico for like a week and I was like, forget them kids. <laughs> Cause we went with my, my sister and her husband cause their anniversary is our anniversaries are like within a couple of days of each other. And um, they were like calling their kids and video them. And I was like, <laughs> and my, they were with our mom and mm-hmm. I was like, how's your side doing? He's like, okay, bye. All right. That's it. That was it. I didn't check on him. I was like, I know they're good. If they need something, you know, she got people that my mom got people there that can help them. They and good yeah, they good. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Definitely a struggle um, with, with everything and, you know, helping them with homework and then and, and doing all these things. And, but you definitely have to be intentional. Um, with spending time with your significant other. And we did that because people told us to do it. <laughs> y'all need to go, y'all need to go on dates. Y'all need to go. And we yeah. kept hearing this and we were like, man, we got, we got work, we got kids, but you definitely have to be intentional. Yeah, definitely. For sure. So, um, I have a question for you, sir. Um, you kind of spoke about it a little bit about when you said like setting the tone. And that was one thing that you, um, took forth so for you what does leading a godly home look like to you and was there a time where you feel like you struggled with this oh yeah yeah definitely struggle um a lot of the time um, especially with with you know boys and you want to make sure that you're you know 
being a good example and you make sure you're there, you know, you're saying the right things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and hopefully they're grabbing onto it. Um, so what I try to remember is, um, to <laughs> my stepdad and, and, and my dad and, and my grandfather, you know, like I said earlier, I know what not to do. And because I know that, um, it makes it a lot easier to, you know, kind of play out these situations and, and circumstances that, um, that will help them grow, um, and be men. Um, of course, there's that, that Christian factor of, you know, you want them to be in a godly household, you know, you want them to learn about the Bible and stuff. Um, but, um, of course you don't want to be so hard and so strict, you know, like you, you have to learn church. Um, that's definitely, I don't want them to learn church. Um, you know, you want them to develop their own relationship with God. Um, to embrace so, church basically. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot your original question though. The original <laughs> one was, um, the original one was what does, um, a, what does leading a godly home look like to you? Or yeah. what was your vision or plan originally? <laughs> so, of course, you had a vision of, um, you know, your, your kids and you're, you're going to the park and you're skipping and you're, you know, having fun <laughs> and you know, you're wrestling and stuff like that. But um, it's, it's, you know, staying peaceful um, is, is a big thing that I, that I try to teach is, you know, you don't have to rage at everything, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, you learn to respond to stuff and you know, not react, you know, to stuff and and just spread love as much as you can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tell my middle son that all the time. Um, you know, he's he has a big personality and, you know, he's he's the, he's the rough one um, out of the group. So I, I'm constantly. Which one? Um, Jay. Jay. Oh, okay. Jay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He, he, he's quiet around. <laughs> People at church stuff like that, but man, he he's a handful, and you know I try to impart as much as I can to him about you know <laughs> not saying what comes to your mind, <laughs> not, not <laughs> first thing that for comes to your mind, because mm-hmm. he would blurt out stuff in in in, in Walmart like. Uh, somebody would say something to him, he would like burn it up. Oh, this is trash. This is boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Hold on, look at you serious? So uh, I'm definitely, you know, trying to. <laughs> hey, how, <you> can't. <laughs> how far is he from the from the baby? How many years? So they're 16, wow. 9, and 4. Five oh, years. Yeah. 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 Like, man. So he was the baby for a while, though. Yeah. Like he got yeah. the feel and experience yeah. being the baby. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm a middle kid, so I know like what that feels like, <laughs> you know, when you finally get somebody that's taking the attention from you and you're still growing into yourself. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, be kids, but you know, there, there's a you know a certain path or a certain uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't know. I can't think of something you should adhere to. I can't think of the word, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. Do you, yeah. do you guys have a family scripture? Oh, it's going to be my next question. Oh. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask um, what Bible scripture best describes your marriage. Wow. 
If we can do one for marriage, I want for family. Yeah. You want to go? I'm sitting here thinking. <laughs> Gotta run through my Rolodex of scriptures. Right <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Hmm. I really. Hmm. One of them um, is um, they that wait upon the Lord, mm-hmm. sharing with their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Um, that's definitely been one of the cornerstones of a marriage. Mm. That's a good one. Uh, Isaiah four thirty one. I think it is. Isaiah forty thirty one. Yeah. yeah. Corinthians, uh, I, I have it on my shirt and can't remember the scripture yet. Kind of a, uh, the masterpiece you are a uh, workmanship created for works in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna get the scripture. The one with, with the Afro shirt, right? No, that's fearfully and wonderful. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, it says, uh, I'm gonna get the scripture for you. I know it's Second Corinthians, I want to say 13. Yeah, and I think that uh, that because we are still developing in what our family looks like and mm-hmm. uh, what our family is, our family and our marriage is called uh, to do. I can't find it. It's Second Corinthians. Yes. Well, while you are finding that scripture, um, I think this is a good time to rapidly wrap, wrap up. <laughs> so I have one more question, if that's okay with you, though. Mm-hmm. So um, our last question is going to be looking back over your marriage and your relationship. What are three lessons that you've learned? Three lessons. Listen actively. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lesson that I've learned. You got one? She said you. Oh, you asked me? <laughs> yeah, okay, you give three and then she gives three. I'll just, I'll top of my head. Uh, um, To intentionally love. You know, no, no matter what you may be going through, um, you know, in your own mind, what's happening at your job, um, the top priority is to love your wife. She mm. comes first. Um, if she's all right, then I'll be all right. I would say the third one is to be even more forgiving. Mm. Yeah. Because now, or, you know, of course, you learn stuff throughout your marriage. So 
And once you learn things, you're aware of them. So definitely need to be more forgiving. That's good. Alicia? Yes, and the scripture was Ephesians 2 and 10. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Second Corinthians 10 is what I was thinking, but that's not it. Um, and it says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in him. So that's what I was thinking. Um, so my three things would be, first one would be um, be patient. Um, you both are on a journey, and the person that you marry is not going to be the same person five years from now, ten years from now, and so on and so forth. So as you're... Um, it's just like you're growing, they are growing and evolving as well into who, you know, whoever God has created and destined them to be. So just be patient with that and be willing to grow with the ebbs and the flows. Um, I'll say be genuine in your love because um, we know love co- covers a multitude of sin. However, don't be, don't be stupid. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But still, you know, be, when you're genuine in your love, you can um, do, like he said, have the forgiveness because, you know, OK, maybe this for whatever reason, this didn't come out like it was. But if you're genuine in your love, you can give time and be like, OK, let's go back and um, talk to talk about this. Um, and then also give each other space, like space to be your own, your own, like. We don't always have to be exactly like each other, think alike, do things alike. And in order to be one, um, we kind of fit together in like this puzzle. And when when we fit together in this puzzle, we're complete. But if I'm trying to be just like him, I'm mirroring him and then we have gaps. So we don't want to be like him, but we want to be who we are and then we fit together. Nice. That was good. Listen, when you said about genuine love, I said that's it. <laughs> and, and the puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> and the way she put her hands together. Boy, that's why we need visuals in the studio, man. Cause Holy Spirit felt like a dog. <laughs> that, that, that was that, that was, was good. Yeah. That was my gem for the night was yeah. genuine love. Genuine yeah. love. Yeah. It's real. Because people be fake out here. And they still be and married and be fake. And that's wild. And it's crazy if you, because, you know, there's this whole debate of you shouldn't marry for, you know, love alone. But if you don't, if you're marrying for things other than love, when those things mm. hit you, like, for real, for you, you're going to be like, okay, why am I in this? Mm-hmm. Why you am know? I here? Yeah, because I can tell, well, I mean, we didn't, we didn't get there. But throughout our first year of marriage, we went from having a whole lot of money to having nothing and having to move back home. And I've, you know, of course, we've seen people divorce for way less than that. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, okay, did we marry for, you know, because we thought, well, we was going to build this empire or did we marry mm. because we loved each other? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we can, you can still build an empire. Boy, that's I mean, a whole <laughs> that's a <word>. series episode, <laughs> man. I just. So they're coming back. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen, we, even though we've only been married 10 years, we, yeah. It's yeah. A, yeah. Marrying for love, definitely. Yeah. I I've, I said something to some people one time, and they looked at me like I was crazy <laughs> because I was basically saying that you could go from a five-bedroom, three-and-a-half bath, two-car garage, white picket fence, dog, everything, and downsize to a two-bedroom to restructure your financial situation in your marriage, and you can still be okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. even having to maybe potentially sell one car, you yeah. know. And people are like, no, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. I done did this and I done did that. I say, well, you probably end up being better. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't see it. I, I was the lone star in the room of like 30 people. <laughs> no one agreed with me. Yeah, you better drop their yeah. pride. Yeah, that's, pride. that's exactly mm-hmm. what that is. Oof. Yeah. yeah. Well, this has been amazing. This is definitely LJ, What's a gem that you learned from tonight? A gem that I learned from yes. tonight? Um, man, I'm just going to stick with the genuine love. Like that. <laughs> that, that was hitting. That was hitting. <laughs> I would say the genuine love and... um. Another gym that I I thoroughly enjoyed that I would I would definitely remind the gentleman that that he said was when you're inside of your marriage, remember to be the one to set the tone. And if you are setting a tone that isn't great, adjust yourself so that the family can come back together because that's your place in the word and in, you know, in reality of life as the leader and the head of the household. So. Remember that, gentlemen. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on our podcast. Thank I just you. love, love. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank you for having us. Of course. And you guys have to come back. Okay. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> so um, if you want to, if you want people to follow you on social media, it's free. Shout yourself out. I mean, I got social media. I don't be on it like that. I should. I'm supposed to be. I think I said this when I was on your yeah. podcast. <laughs> I was better for like two months, and now I'm like, you know what? Um, but mine is uh, Alicia underscore A N W on Instagram. That is A L E S C I A underscore A N W. Um, and my name is on Facebook. It's Alicia Winsley. Um, I do have a business. I don't know if I'm doing my business right now, but it is called Garments That Move. You can also follow me. I still don't have any content on there either, but I mean, I still sew stuff and I still create. <laughs> you just may have nice. to hit me up and, you know, message me or text me. But yeah, yeah. that's who, yeah, that's me. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm not big on social media. Okay. Either. Um, I'm on Facebook. That's it. <laughs> Al Winsley. Um, I also have a business, Winsley Media. Where I do um, websites, flyers, um, you know, business, well, not business cards anymore, <laughs> uh, photography and things of that nature. Anything digital um, I do. Um, nice. That's at Winsley Media. That's nice. For sure. Close that, man. Yeah, Tell the folks where you going, where wait, they going to find this us. This is our season finale. I so mean, you got to thank the listeners, Aljan. Exactly. Okay. So. <laughs> You know, LNA fam, man, it has been a pleasure, man. It has been a blast. It has been a joy. It has been a ride, a man. A journey, for a sure. A journey, definitely. Season one, man, if you enjoy season one, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, give us a little time. We're going to take a little break. But still know. tap in for a moment with A. <laughs> still tap in with a moment with A. A moment with A still going to be flowing, you know. You know so and LG's still, still going to be on some of my episodes. Exactly. I will be making a guest appearance on a moment with A. Um, so be on the lookout for that, man. But like I always say, man, thank you guys for your time. Thank you guys for your listening. Thank you guys for your shares. Thank you guys for just, you know, being a part of the LNA family, man, and and keeping the train rolling, man. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. We got something that we gonna drop that we've supposed to been dropped because we've been past five hundred plays and oh, we didn't drop it. But yeah. you know, check out the social media. We are gonna be dropping something for you guys for the for the loyal listeners. You know, give you an opportunity to get some. 
some goodies in the morning, some good Joe, some good juice on on us, you know. So make sure you pay attention to social media for that. Um, And um, we'll see you guys. I don't know when. We ain't set a date to come back. Yeah, we haven't set a date to come back, but we're going to come back. And it's going to be great. And I second everything that Elgin said. (laughs) 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 So you guys know you can follow me on Instagram at a woman with day. You can follow Elgin at executive underscore E-L. You can follow us together at LNA underscore podcast. Hey, you killed it. (laughs) So that's all. So bye.